landfill. Film, television, pop culture. It's where you find it. special 2016 entertainment landfill we're on the virtual floor of the entertainment expo i am the jaystrom with me mulberry bill the mulberry historian hello and emma hello everyone the minecraft master don't call me that (laughs) (laughs) with emma I should have ran that by you first. The <laughs> Minecraft maniac? What do you want to be called? You got to need an official. How about our uh, E3 um, reporter? Tiny Girl Gamer. Tiny Girl Gamer? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Crafter guys, of Minds? We're here on the virtual floor of E3. We've seen the conferences, and we're here to talk about video games, right, Bill and Emma? Yes. Yep. I'm excited. Um, presently, um, I have an Xbox One, I have a PS4, I enjoy both consoles, you know, certain games will come out. I'm the type of gamer, I can't buy every game I see, but occasionally will acquire a game or something. And, uh, so when I see these games, I think in terms of, will I be willing to spend money on this to play it? Like, how badly do I want to play this when I watch these conferences? I know automatically, like, oh, that looks cool, but I'm never going to play this, or I will never actually pay money for this. So I'm giving each game I see here a star rating system, which is from one to five stars. Five stars means I want to buy this, I want to play this. Four stars means I would very much like to play this, Bill, but I'm probably going to wait till it goes on sale. So I'm going to say five stars is pre-order, wanted immediately kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yep. So three stars would be bargain bin. Eventually we'll play it. (laughs) Two stars is... When it comes out for greatest hits. Yeah. I'm going to say two stars, not really interested. We'll never play it unless somebody gives it to me or I find it in a dumpster or something. One star is just no interest at all. I will never play this. I just don't care. Just no. Okay, so that's my rating system. Okay, guys, let's talk about EA. Electronic Arts, it's in the game and all that crap, right? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say their conference was really boring, Bill. It was the first one of E3. They just drag everything out too much, do they not? Yeah, they they uh, they like to uh, talk about things instead of really showing them. Yeah, they like to... And the, just the sports stuff was just inane. Ooh. Just oh, it was. It, I felt like that went on forever. The moment the <laughs> uh, the old uh, Xbox guy, crap, what's his name? Uh, the guy that heads the sports division for EA. Yeah. 
I mean, he showed up. I was just like, oh, no. Well, they even had two conferences going at the same time, one in California and one in London, like, at the same time. And it was just like, what's the point of this, you know? Because that needed to happen. <laughs> but they did open with a game I'm interested in, and that is Titanfall 2. And you and I both played Titanfall, and I really enjoyed Titanfall. I thought it was a blast to play. Yeah, Titanfall is a lot of fun. Great gameplay, great death matches. It's cool operating a Titan, etc. Um, my main problem with it is I've been spoiled by games like Halo, where there's always a story mode. There's a campaign where you play a story, you learn about the universe, there's a main character, and then you go play the death matches when you're done with the story, right? Yeah, and in the first one, the, the single player was really just death matches. Yeah, it's just death matches where they tried to have, like, a guy up in a square telling you what was going on, which didn't matter at all. It was no, just it was like, I one. don't care. It was so annoying. Well, they announced that there will be a story mode, or I guess, a, what do they call it, a story campaign? Single player campaign. Single player campaign in Titanfall 2. They showed a trailer, and they showed the Titan is like, he talks. It's a man and his robot. Yeah, his pilot died, and I think it is said, they na- the name of the pilot is Jack Cooper, and I thought that was pretty funny. That's a that's an action movie name. Yeah, Titanfall Captain Jack Cooper. What the hell? What the, the hell? I hate when you're, this happens. You're testing the uh, emergency broadcast system. <laughs> <laughs> this is only a test. We're trying to do a show here, man. Uh, so um, I thought that was cool. One thing I wanted there to be, Bill, as they're showing the gameplay, the Titan does things like it'll catch you when you fall. It'll even throw you across things, which I thought was really sweet. But I wanted to say, Titan, return to base. Jack Cooper is still out there. Jack Cooper is expendable. Return to base now. And he would go, I disobey that order. He's my friend. Or something like that. Well, they were kind of setting it up for that with, like, what are your protocols? Yeah. It was like, I was waiting for him to say, serve the public trust. Like, it just... There was it was it was kind of goofy in that in that aspect, but I totally uh, I'm excited for a single player campaign. I want the Titan to do, disobey orders to save me as I'm playing. You know that'll happen. Oh man, I can't wait. I want us to be my robot buddy, basically. And if there's a part where the Titan sacrifices himself to save me and I cry, that's the kind of story I want. I want to be. Uh, I want to have a rock. Uh, Version of the courtship of Eddie Father Eddie's father uh, theme song, <laughs> yeah, just just playing in the background. Oh hell yeah! So I'm I'm excited about Titanfall two. Um, it comes out in I believe what did it say October next yeah. year or October of this year? Yeah, this year. Why are you looking at me? I didn't see it. No, I'm just occasionally I'm uh, engaging with you so you don't get bored. I'm looking at you and talking. At He's you. just looking over, going, "Thank God that's not Stephen." There was a cool <laughs> part. I love that part in the trailer, Bill, where it looks like you're falling and you call to your Titan and he reaches out his hand and catches you. Yeah, that was awesome. And I, I did. I love the part where he's, you know, the the Titan's like, 
Uh, what does he say? He doesn't say hold on, but he, he says, says something, tr- and then he launches you across that chasm. Yeah, he goes, trust me. And he trust me, yeah. and throws you, and you're just like, oh, shit! And you go, and you And you run, you no. run, you wall run from a throw into a wall run. Yeah. That's the other thing I noticed is the, the gameplay mechanics in this one has been updated so that there's a lot more jump pack and wall running. And it looks like, like you have a grappling hook, too. Yes, the grappling hook. I noticed that's kind of a theme this year at E3 was the uh, yes. the grappling hook. All the games have grappling hooks. It's funny because I've just recently played Uncharted 4, and in that game, you have, <laughs> you have a grappling hook. And I'm not kidding. That grappling hook is so awesome. I literally thought to myself, dude, I want a Spider-Man game so bad. That's what yeah. I thought. I've always been a bionic commando grappling hook purist, so uh, I was very. I was. I'm happy to see the development or the acceptance of the grappling hook. You've, you've got to love it. Now, Bill. The, unfortunately, the next thing that they spent time on is Madden. Yeah. No. Is there anything more boring than their Madden, se- Madden sequence? I mean, uh, I'm just talking about football. F- FIFA sequence? Oh, you're right. <laughs> FIFA is pretty bad. But I wanted to talk about this. They talk about... Um, they Well, first they tell us about the EA events. You can host tournaments or something. I don't care at all. But they showed a brief segment of Mass Effect Andromeda. It looks like it's still in early development. We don't know when it's coming out, but what did you think of seeing that there's a new Mass Effect out there? Brief is generous. Um, <laughs> that uh, that was like a that was like being tickled with a feather. Um, I I don't know where I stand on it, only because I loved the Mass Effect trilogy so much. I'm so attached to those characters that I was hoping it would pick up where the final Mass Effect ended, um, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta reserve judgment until we see something more than, you know, them working on facial animations and saying this is the biggest world we've ever done for a Mass Effect. Uh, it's a new, new world, new characters, new galaxy. You know, I, I don't. I'm I'm not sure. I'm really kind of torn about it because it's like saying, you know, here's something that you're familiar with, but you're completely unfamiliar with it because we're not using any of the characters that you've grown to love. Yeah, it's just too early to tell, basically. I mean, of course, yeah. the graphics look amazing, but they they always... I love in these videos, they always show a guy at his workstation, like, at, on his desk operating like programming on his computer we got that a lot this year Uh, there was a lot of stuff that they did that for in various conferences where i was like why even bother is that guy even an actual developer is that an actor you hired to like touch it's touch at a screen and go oh i'm i'm making games oh something the worst one and i will get to that here let's go ahead and skip to the worst one the worst offender and that was ea said Star Wars. They played the Star Wars theme and we're like, oh shit, we're going to see some new Star Wars games. Woohoo! We're going to see this. It's going to be exciting. But 
nothing is ready yet. They teased no. they teased that Star Wars Battlefront has an outer rim expansion of new maps or whatever, but big deal. Uh, we want to know about that new Amy Henning game, the the Uncharted ladies doing a Star Wars game. We want to know more about that. But they proceeded to show us EA people and their different... Well, you know, there's different companies that are actually making the games. Uh, Electronic Arts just happens to own them. Uh, but they showed them... Own their souls. They showed a guy working at his desk with a little tiny R2 and BB-8 sitting next to his keyboard. Well, that's because he's really he really cares about Star Wars. Not only that, R2 goes... <laughs> rolls up. And they had, oh my god, the worst one, Bill, is when they showed the guys hard at work on their Jedi skills. Like, they had the mocap suits with the sticks, but then they added lightsaber effects. We can do this. We're we're really into it. We know what Star Wars lovers love. That was, it made me embarrassed watching Yeah, it was painful. What about the people, they had like a hollow chest type of thing on their desk, like if it was real? <laughs> yeah. Do you see, they have like holograms on their desk. It's like, yeah, that technology doesn't exist. Why are they doing this? They're- I just don't get why, you know, it's, I understand that they want people to know. We already know they're working on the games. We right. know. It's been talked about. It's been blogged about. We don't need this little produced snippets of various locations and then told, oh, this developer's working on a game. This developer's working on a game. This developer's working on a game. Look at all these games we have. But we have nothing to show you. The lady that came out, she said, in 2018 and beyond, we have a new group of Star Wars titles. And I was like, 2018?! Yeah, how about you hold on to it until next year's E3? Then maybe you'll have something to show us. Yeah, I think they showed a second of a, a character walk to a doorway. And oh we were like, whoa, look at that doorway. Look at that doorway. It's so, like, so, it's rendered so beautifully. It looks like Star Wars for sure. So I was really disappointed by, there was nothing to see in Star Wars right now except for Battlefield stuff. Now, um... I can't remember which uh, conference it was that showed uh, the Star Wars The Force Awakens Lego game. Oh, that was Sony. Okay, that was Sony. But uh, that's... I... We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to it. But they showed... Okay, they spent way too much time on FIFA and the fact that FIFA has a story mode where you can go through uh, a season of soccer as I'm a gonna player. kick that ball like it's never been kicked before <laughs> I'll, I'll show them now I know there's an audience for FIFA and it's a huge title but whenever I think of FIFA I think of that time my Xbox got hacked and somebody stole like uh, 80 dollars worth of uh, points or something I had I don't remember how much it was or it's probably more like 18 dollars but I'm like m- making it 80 for effect you know <laughs> They stole $800, Bill. <laughs> well, let's just do that. But it said the last game played on my box was FIFA. And what they did was they purchased stuff with my points and gifted it to themselves. That's what they that's what they did. And then I went through this whole thing where I figured out how they did it, where they basically hacked Xbox Live or some shit like that. But anyway, that'll never happen again because you can only log into my box from the console. They have this setting where if you can log into your account from any console, you know, and I 
made sure that that can't happen or whatever. How convenient! Yeah, <laughs> convenient for thieves. But anyway, when I see FIFA, FIFA, I'm just like, oh, I think FIFA, not FIFA, Bill. <laughs> total, total FIFA. Thank By the way, I just get a text from Natalie while we're recording the show that she just tried the uh, Oculus Rift. She, there must be some place in Columbus where she goes for her lunch and they have a, a VR station set up. Oh, cool. <clears throat> no, I'm pissed. I'm like, where? <laughs> where? I'm driving there right now. Okay, there's two two more titles, Bill, I want to mention. Right. Okay, the first one is called Fee. It's like uh, this little woodland creature in nature kind of uh, indie game. Do you remember seeing that one? I do. I thought that looked pretty amazing. Emma, if you I, every indie are. game we've seen this year at the, at the conference, I'm going, wow, I want to play that more than any of these AAA titles. Yes, completely gorgeous, kind of this purple hue type of world and... There's these creatures and these ominous beasts and stuff. I mean, it looked really neat. It looked like uh, I think the that guy should be the game title's name. Yeah, but it's ominous just beasts. <laughs> ominous beasts. I would like that. He said last year we had uh, unraveled. This year we have fee. And I'm. A- Did you play unraveled? Yes, yes. I got it for Emma. We played it for like an afternoon. <laughs> we oh, played okay. An afternoon, and we've never gone back to it. But it is cool. adorable. Freaking school. Glad it's summer. Oh, Emma, don't worry about that right now. Here, just hand it to me. Emma's notebook. Yeah, don't worry about school right now. No, Emma had a bunch of school papers in her notebook and they all slid out on the floor. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so Fee, Faye, or Fee, I'm going to say, what do you think? It's called Faye? I'm going to go for Fee just to be uh, challenging. Okay, now I want to talk about the very last trailer they showed to close the show, which was Battlefield 1. The weird thing is, the trailer is pretty amazing to watch, but they started the trailer, and then they stopped it, and the guys talked some more, and then they restarted the trailer again, which was just bizarre. Did you notice that, Bill? They no. Show, remember the guy gets shot by the ear and he grabs it and they show all the stuff. And then they cut it off and the guy's like, in Battlefield 1. And then they go back into the trailer and just show the same thing. We same trailer again. Yeah, it didn't even click with me. The reason Battlefield 1 makes me excited is that I love the... when they Remember when we were playing the Xbox 360, we had Battlefield Bad Company and then Battlefield 2... And we got really into those. But then they released a World War II kind of like uh, DLC that we Yeah, it, was, it made... Uh, they went back to the original Battlefield 1942. Yeah. And I think they did They did Wake Island. Yeah, and, I uh, loved that. Yeah, those were great. I remember that's back whenever I had my projector down here in the basement. And I was playing it, like, projected at 118 inches. Oh, my God. And it, it was just... It was just so great so when i'm looking at battlefield one here it made me think of that and and i'm like dude i might be into this so i actually my first star rating of the evening was uh four stars on that battlefield one and the reason i didn't give it five is because um i don't know if there's going to be a story mode a story campaign did they say that I would hope there is. Uh, normally, they have been pretty good with the single-player campaign 
uh, on the Battlefield games. It's not long, but right. it is there. And uh, one funny side note is Zach Efron and Jamie Foxx were there. Yeah. And he's like, hey, we got Zach Efron and Jamie Foxx here, and you guys are going to play uh, like 16 people person deathmatch. And uh, he goes, well, how do you guys feel about that? And Jamie Foxx goes, yeah, I'm jazzed. Yeah. Did you know? also notice they had uh, uh, Snoop Dogg playing it? <laughs> yes, later <laughs> on, yeah. Hilarious. And I'm pretty sure he had a joint in his mouth. Uh, yeah, there was definitely yeah, there was definitely a joint in his mouth. <laughs> so anyway, that was the EA conference. Battlefield I gave four stars. Um, Titanfall, by the way, I I forgot to mention I gave five stars. Yeah, de- definitely doing the Titanfall. That's that's gonna be I'm gonna have to start saving up for that. Madden one star. <laughs> Um, FIFA, I gave just Z's for snoring. <laughs> Fee is a kick the ball, governor. Kick it. Fee is a three-star game where, like, if it goes on sale, like, and I can download it that day, maybe like I got feelings of like Ori in the Blind Forest from that one. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like an indie game. If it's on sale, like you see it there in the store and you download it on your console that day, I'm like, okay, I can see that. It's like fifteen bucks or something. I have, I have Star Wars stuff is all up in the air. I just don't know about it. It's just question marks instead of stars. It's five yeah. question marks. Yeah, now I want to, let's turn the page here, literally, because I turned the page in my uh, uh, thing. Let's talk about Bethesda. Now, Bill, Bethesda do such games as Fallout 4, am mm-hmm. I right? They do, uh, what else do they do? Um, um, they do uh, Dishonored. Yes, they do Dishonored. Uh, Elder Scrolls, and they even did Skyrim. Yep. So the conference begins, and we're shown immediately shown a trailer, which I think all conferences should start with, where they just show a trailer, and you're like, ooh, ooh what's going on? What's going on? And it was Quake Champions. Yeah. Now, I've, I've only ever played the very first Quake on my friend's computer, and that was a long time ago. It was that like was after, ages ago. After Doom, and then Quake came out, and it was a lot of fun and stuff. But this looks like a deathmatch thing that you play at QuakeCon in competitions and stuff. It's not really my bag. I gave it three stars where, you know, it would have to be like... Um, i just sit down to play it for an afternoon. It would probably be fun, but I will never seek out to go and play it. But I, I imagine it's going to be fun to play. You know, but it's just not my bag. Yeah, me neither. I've I've never like I've played a handful of the Quake games, uh, like the Quake Arena and all that stuff. And I'm never I'm never good like longevity wise for deathmatch capture the flag games. Uh, like I'll I'll start off strong, but uh, I just you know it just peters out really quick for me. Right. And next they showed Elder Scrolls Legends, a card game. Yeah, that's the other uh, the thing, the other pattern we've been seeing this year at E3 is the card games. Yeah, two stars. Uh, I have nothing against it. I'm just not into that. Yeah. In fact, I don't even understand card games. <laughs> no, I don't have the patience. I, I they're they're cards. I, I I can't use my imagination that much. Okay, Fallout Four uh, contraptions and Vault Tech DLC. 
again for for people that like just can't get enough of the crafting you know yeah. in in Fallout 4 which I remember getting into Fallout 4 and just being like there's just too much crafting yeah nuka world like a, a giant amusement park that seemed neat but I gave this all two stars cuz I don't play Fallout 4 I just yeah uh, Fallout Shelter, the app coming to PC, which seems neat. It's one star. I just... I played that on my phone for hmm, about two months before I had sunk like twenty bucks into it in microtransactions, and was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I, because I, it always I, gets it to a point where your vault gets too big, it gets too ahead of you. And then you scrap the vault, and when you scrap the vault, everything that you purchased in that vault is scrapped along with it. Right. So it's basically throwing money in a hole, and and, and then pouring, you know, uh, gasoline on it and lighting it on fire. Because it's 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 just it gets ahead of you. You can't like I I just don't have the like I'll disappear for like. A week and like half my vault will be dead. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't happen. But yeah, it's still, it, it's it takes. Uh, you've got to stick with it and keep playing it. So, okay, so Skyrim remastered. Skyrim, a game I know a lot of people loved and played a lot, but I missed that boat. But now it's being remastered for the Xbox One and PS4. Bill, I loved Skyrim. I think I played through it uh, two or three times on Steam. Like I think. I've got, I'd have to look at Steam, but I've got a couple hundred hours in, like, Fallout 3, and I've easily got 150 in Skyrim. Wow. Like, I played the shit out of that game. I <laughs> loved that world. I loved exploring it. Uh, it just it just captured my imagination. I'm wondering if I could get into it. Oh, I, if I could get into it, I guarantee you could get into it. It's, it's... Not as, like, fantasy as, uh, like, the really deep kind of sword and sorcery stuff. It's it's more a first-person shooter kind of fantasy. You know, there's elements to it where you can read books and you can concoct things and you can uh, explore dungeons. and But it just it captivated me for some odd reason. I just I couldn't stop playing it. Cool. Well, I give that three stars just based on like, hey, you know, I can see myself playing that. I'm not sure how much, how excited I am about it. Now, the next trailer we saw was for this weird science fiction type of thing, and it turned out to be Prey. Yeah, the game everyone thought was dead. Yeah, P-R-E-Y, just so you know. Prey. Um, we got to pray just to make it today. <laughs> pray. pray. Did you play the original Prey? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. What type of game was it? Was it an FPS? Or yeah, it was a first-person shooter. Oh, cool. So now we've got a new one. Or it's like a reboot, a relaunch of the first. I probably still have the, the PC CD-ROM somewhere in a box down here. So Prey is coming. Are you interested? I'm waiting for the DLC with MC Hammer. Nice. Me too. Well, I gave Prey four stars based on, like, the CGI trailer with no gameplay. It's just like, ooh, I'm interested. Yeah, so that I'm, always... Um, I always am a little hesitant whenever... Like, I hate whenever they don't show, like, gameplay. 
Yeah. That that is one of those things that it's like, why bother? Uh, I understand some trailers are really great. If you're going to give me like a a Star Wars trailer, like they did for like the Old Republic and that sort of ilk of game, or that well done, that well produced, that cinematic, awesome. Uh, but if you're going to just give me something like they gave us for Prey, where it was, it wasn't really, it was just mysterious. Right. I just like, no, don't do that to me. Give me something concrete. Yeah, I almost want to reach, I want to change it to three stars just because like, oh wait, I didn't see any gameplay. I saw a guy with a shotgun, but it was all fully rendered, you know, uh, animation. Uh, they also announced a Doom DLC called Unto Evil. I have not yet played the new Doom, but I want to. It looks pretty awesome. To it me. looks intense. Yeah, it looks intense. I bet it's pretty cool. Then they talked about Elder Scrolls Online for a while. Just not interested. It looked really oh. bloody, but... Oh. Elder multi m- Massively multiplayer online role-playing game that's bloody. Yes. Hmm. Oh, and then they announced you can take a VR tour of hell in Doom VR or something. I don't think it, it's like a tour of the hellscape. I don't think you're actually playing Doom in VR. But so they, it's like a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and also you can tour uh, Fallout 4 in VR. Oh, boy. But let's tour. Let's tour hell in an apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland. Yeah, it sounds fun. I really like a vacation. Don't go to Hawaii this summer. Go no. to apocalypse and hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's it go it go would to cost hell. you as much for the VR headset as it would a plane ticket to Hawaii. So uh, why not do that and tour hell and in, in, in the apocalypse? Yeah, no kidding. And then the very final thing they spent a long time on was Dishonored Two. And you know what I was. <laughs> I played the first Dishonored, and I probably played it the worst possible way. I'm not a stealth game player. Like, I just can't do stealth. I'm I'm like a bull in a china shop. So I go through just killing everything. Right. And I guess that's not how you're supposed to play the Dishonored games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one thing, I wasn't sure if I'd ever play this game. I gave it a four stars based on it looked really pretty. Um... The, the powers you have in the game seem really cool. Like, you could turn into smoke and stuff. And they had this thing. It was like a time fan where you were in present day and you could see the past or vice versa. And you could, like, overcome obstacles. Like, you can't get through a door now. Go to the future where it's all uh, crumbled and fallen away. Then you can get through it and go back to the past. It's a pretty crazy mechanic. Um, but I thought that was neat. Yeah, it definitely looks... Uh, I've always loved the look of the Dishonored games, kind of that steampunky uh, weirdness uh, mixed with uh, kind of a fantastical magic element to it. Um, I, As I was watching it, I just kind of felt, again, it felt a little too complicated, uh, but I think once you're in the game and you're, you're getting a handle of the powers... Uh, you know when to use them and when to not to use them. But, again, me the, being the bull in the china shop would probably just kill everything that was in my way. And I'm guessing there's an interesting storyline, too. 
some kind yeah, of Yeah, I'm wondering how that works cuz I know in the first one it was like you were the basically the right hand of the queen and then the queen gets assassinated and uh you have to track down who this guy that did it and the queen had a daughter and I believe you're playing as the daughter in Dishonored 2. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um what do you give that? Rate it. I would rate it three and a half. Like, like if I, somebody got, gave it to you as a present, you'd go ahead and play it. But you're oh, gonna... totally. If I got it as a present, I'd, I'd play it. Totally play it. But I, you're definitely would... not going to pre-order it or anything. But like no, I, no I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling the four yet on it. I, uh, I would pro- There's other things I would play over Dishonored 2 at this point. Right. Okay, well, that was the end of the Bethesda conference. It was nice to see uh, Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb again. They, yeah, that was awesome. That was really cool. It's the second year in a row they've had them as, like, the uh, hosts. Now, let's. here is one of the big ones, the Microsoft conference. Cut to Monday. It's time for Microsoft. We got Phil Spencer in the house. It's With the original Xbox shirt, which I even said to Natalie, I want that shirt. I want that T-shirt. With that original Xbox logo. Nice. So it the original uh, Xbox One is now outdated, Bill. Uh, we have... <laughs> what? Outdated. It lives forever. Didn't you see that, that, that video about the kid that found the old Xbox and played the ghost of his dad? It's timeless. <laughs> no, Bill. Right when the show begins, we get the announcement of the Xbox One S... The oh, that Xbox. Yes, the <laughs> Slim. Uh, it's sleek. It's white. Like uh, it's one, The first thing I want to know is, like, do I have to get it in white? <laughs> um, I like the white. I mean, it's harder it to keep pretty, clean. but It is pretty snazzy, but I just picture it in my entertainment center. Everything's black, and then there's going to be one white thing. But <laughs> I guess that's cool. My um, fir- The moment they announced it, the first thing I thought was... Does it have a connect port on the back of it? And I've actually seen, I have read that with an adapter, you can connect the connect, but no. You know how disappointing that is for me? Now, I know the connect is not a, a big thing now. Uh, they, they tried it. It didn't take. So now it's just kind of there. But for me, in doing, like, uh, the occupational therapy, it is invaluable to get people out of their heads, to get their upper body, even their lower body moving, without really thinking about the fact that they're exercising, getting those arms moving around, getting, getting them engaged, getting instant feedback. Like, I've taken the Xbox One with Fruit Ninja Connect... With just dance, uh, uh, with um, uh, the uh, Xbox Connect uh, Rivals, the the sports game, yeah, to um, to places like to various places, to to nursing homes, to um, an event with uh, um, uh, people that were mentally challenged, to you know, to get them moving and engaged, and they have a blast, and I it just disappoints me that. They don't see the uh, the practical use of it in rehabilitation. Yeah, and it, they they've all they've abandoned it. 
yeah, it just it, it hurts my heart that they haven't seen that. They did say that you will get an adapter for free if you ask for it. They're not going to charge for an adapter. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to do that because I want the Xbox One S. Now, the Xbox it. One S, its starting price is $299. That's uh, probably with, like, what, a 500-gigabyte hard drive? Yeah, with 500 gigabytes. It's 350 for one terabyte. Uh, and then the two terabyte for $400 will be a limita- limited time only when it's launched. Well, that's what I'm. That's the one I want. I'm I sick of the having this this external two terabyte drive off to the side of it. Yeah. So also, video resolution on it will be 4K Ultra HD. It will play 4K Blu-rays. So wow, right, nice. Right there, boom! You got a 4K Blu-ray player. Uh, it's compatible with uh, all. Uh, previous Xbox One games. That's one thing they emphasize. No, 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 no. We're not going to have Xbox One advanced games and then you can't play them on your Xbox One. Xbox One. No, they're all Xbox One games are compatible on the One S and even later on they talk about Project Scorpio. But the thing about Xbox One S is that it supports high dynamic range for uh, which is... Um, really supposed to be the new thing that they're pushing for 4K. It makes everything look... It's the new 3D, essentially. Yeah, everything looks smooth and awesome, or whatever. Uh, Now, this is... This is the one thing I kind of misunderstood right when they launched it. I was like, dude, that's not very much. That's for the new advanced one? Cool. But no, 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 Jason, this is the Xbox One Slim. This isn't Project Scorpio. And that's one thing I figured out by the end. <laughs> I was like, oh! Like, I felt dumb there for a second. Yeah, I'm, Project Scorpio is probably going to be close to, like, what a PC cost. Right. I'm so, guessing, like, like anywhere from, I would say, generous, like, Conservative estimate of six ninety nine, but I would lean closer to eight hundred. So basically, what this is is the Xbox plays the same games because it's almost like getting a new graphics card, where it just looks better and handles it better. It doesn't mean it's even it, it's it's the it's same their do over. Yeah. In- it's they're the they're game, freeing but... up the space. There, you know, there was so much development problem with the first Xbox One, you know, to the point where they're like, oh, there, you know, there's all this huge chunk of memory that the Xbox Connect is taking up. Let's free that up so that they can have it. This this is them rebuilding the architecture of the right. Xbox One. This is what it should have been whenever they first released it. And I, it is exciting that it starts out so cheap, $299, because I'll never forget, you know, when they announced the Xbox One, what, what was it originally? Was it 499 It was close to It had to be close to that. I just remembered that the PlayStation 4, they announced, it will be 399 Everyone's like, what? Yeah, they undercut it, yeah. And Xbox was like, gosh, Okay, so shit and Ben. Also, they majorly pushed this, Bill. How often did you see... Available Xbox One and Windows 10 exclusive. No limits unless you have Windows. So if you have a Windows 10 computer, you can... Any game you buy on Xbox One, you don't have to buy it for your Windows 10 computer. Not that I would anyway. But you could play it on your Windows 10 computer for free because you've already bought it for your Xbox One. Or I believe vice versa, right? I don't know about that. 
If you buy the the Windows 10 PC edition, will you be able to play it on the Xbox One? Yeah, it made it sound like you could download it and you're playing it because you own it. You basically bought it the first time. Um, And I I think that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. They even, uh, later on, they go on to show... I'll, I'll get into that later. But, okay, the first big game they showed, Emma... You saw this. Gears of War 4. They had uh, the voice actress there on stage, Laura Bailey, and they even had uh, uh, Xbox guy. And they're playing it together. In hey, it's time. Xbox guy. And what did you think about the Gears of War footage, Bill? It looked great. It looked like Gears of War. Yeah, it's got the wind, but all the wind and shit flying through the air. Yeah. Excuse my language, Emma. I don't care. I, <laughs> I noticed all the, uh, after the bodies were dead, instead of just laying there, they would fly past you. Yeah, they would blow away, which is hilarious. Um, and, you know, the dialogue in the game was goofy, but I remember in the or other Gears of War game, uh, games, the dialogue is goofy. Oh, yeah, I was because I thought that exact same thing. Like, they will have those little lines like, take that! Yeah. You know, you're, you're meat, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> you're meat. Uh, oh, there's you're one dead one. meat. She, like, uh, stabs one and lifts one up, and she said something really, like, cheesy, like, Chunky! <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> It looked like that. I was picturing as I was watching it, like I would love playing this with Bill co-op five stars. Oh God, yeah. And um, it's just like, hey, it's Gears of War. Yeah, this is it's gonna be completely fun. mindless. It's and- frustrating. It's I can't even remember how many times we just got so pissed off at stuff that uh, we couldn't <laughs> yeah. get past. And it looks like they're just throwing... It looks like the kitchen sink of Gears of War games. They, like, they just was, threw them all in there. Did you like the... There was a basically a giant enemy crab in the demo. Crab gorilla. It was like... Yeah, there was crab. a crab gorilla. And the first thing I thought was, giant enemy crab. <laughs> and I was just like, holy holy crap. There's a giant Pack enemy... weak spot for massive damage. Yeah, there's a giant enemy crab in this game. We've got to play it now. Am I right? I just I I want to I guess we'll figure out Attack more. I want to know what weak this point for massive damage. <laughs> this swarm is like apparently it's not it's not the old baddies. It's new baddies. Giant enemy crab. Right. And it takes place in the future because now Marcus Phoenix is an old man who greets you whenever you come to his house. Yeah, the Marcus Phoenix is in it, and not only that. Okay, I just learned this: the voice of Marcus Phoenix. As the same guy who does Bender on Futurama? Wait, what? Oh, John DiMaggio? Yeah. John DiMaggio. I think I, think I knew that. Yeah, we probably uh, I probably did too, like from a while ago. It's just like you forget these things. Because, you know, uh, Gears of War hasn't been on my mind in a long time. No. But it's just awesome. the entire time I was watching it, I was thinking, I wonder what dude huge thinks of this. Oh yeah, Cliff Bazinski. Cliff B. Yeah, he had a new game. Uh, he has a new game at E3 called uh, Lawbreakers. But I don't Law- know anything yeah. about that. So five stars for that. Then they talked about Killer Instinct. Hey. What? Oh, oh, Emma, Emma, I'm. You completely s- forgot about me. I'm so sorry. I'm sitting in the corner. Uh oh. Emma, what rating do you give 
Gears of War 4. Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars, and why is that? I'm not interested in it. You're not Even interested. Even though it looks cool. There's too much blood. Too much yeah. blood. Okay. There's some, you know, they have chainsaw guns in there. I'm not sure if that's no, really that looks cool. And what big pointy knives. Now, and apparently now they have a, um, a, a gun that shoots uh, circular saw blades. The buzzsaw gun was awesome. I have to admit that. I like that you can shoot it off of things, like yeah, deflect like the shots. That was sweet. I was totally into that. Okay. They showed a trailer for Killer Instinct where now you can play as General Ram from Gears of War. Two stars. Don't care. Yeah, one star. I'd rather okay. play the original Killer Instinct or Killer Instinct 2. I don't... I have zero dedication or interest to the new Killer Instinct. Right. I'd rather play it in an arcade on its original cabinet. I'm a snob. Emma, Killer Instinct? Yeah. Two stars? Boring. Okay, now... Forza Horizon 3, Bill. I'm like, oh, another Forza game? Jeez. But then, as I'm watching it... I'm starting to get more interested. I know, right? Because you can play with your friends, and it's not just these racing tracks. It's like in the woods, you're in a Jeep with, like, you know, you can do jumps and stuff. Like, there's Bill in her Lamborghini. I yeah, I mean, my- there's no loop-de-loops or anything, but the jumps are cool. You can join my game and be flown in and dropped on a helicopter on my track. Yeah, I mean that looks re- it looks really cool. It looks like a lot of fun if you have a group of friends that like racing games. Not only that, Bill, you're at home on your Windows 10 PC. I'm on my Xbox One. Emma, she's on her Xbox One S in the bedroom, and it doesn't one. matter. They're all compatible. How cool is that? That's very cool. And wasn't there was there somebody? Okay, so there was PC, there was Xbox One, there was Xbox One S. Where else was somebody? Because there was four of them. Am I? That's later was, the Minecraft. No, there's two guys oh. in wheel. They had their. Uh, oh, there was a guy in a in a driving seat thing. Yeah, he had a steering wheel and everything. That's uh, the dedicated nerd friend. That's the forty year old virgin friend. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy who's single and he has a lot of money. He's got no nothing else to do with it and. Uh, so it's just like, oh, great. But anyway, I gave that game three stars. And that's not a knock on it. It's just that it looks awesome. I'm not sure I'll ever play it. Yeah, same same here. I, I, I thought the same thing for the last Forza Horizon that came out. Wow, that looks really cool. I probably won't play it. Yeah. Um, I gave it two stars. Really? It just reminds... Really, the multiplayer thing just reminded me of those arcade motorcycle slash car slash boat things you can see at arcades. Absolutely. It reminded me of that. It'd be cool, like, if you played that with your cousin, though, wouldn't it? Like, you could play with your cousin and drive it around and stuff? We don't have Xbox Fun stuff. I'm just saying if you did, you're thinking of if. Like, what if? Think outside the, the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next game is ReCore. I forgot what this was. Check it out. Here's it on the screen right now. It's a girl. She's got robots. Oh, yeah. She's got a dog robot. She's got this giant bruiser robot and this kind of little spider bot. Spider bot. It looks pretty incredible to me. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks... I forget who the who the guy is who's working on this. 
I, mean, I, can't, I can't remember. But uh, anyway, I think it looks pretty awesome. And I gave it four stars. Uh, developed by Comcept and Armature Studio, published by Microsoft Studios. Yeah, it looks uh, I, it looks very well done. Yeah, it's the guy who's created the game. I forget his name, but he's an important person who's done something else that's awesome. But uh, Recore, Emma, what do you give it? Four stars. It looks really cool. It looks just really fun. I give it four stars, too. Bill? Yeah, four stars. It, it looks... I like the mechanics that... You're like uh, got a robot pulling you on a. It looks like a grappling hook. Huh? It looks like a grappling hook. Hello, grappling hook. And grappling then, hook. I love the giant bruiser robot there. I like any game that has you know that you have friends that help you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I love having pets in the game, like yeah. little creatures and stuff. That way, when they kill one off, it devastates you. Now, let me just say this. Final Fantasy 15, I wrote question mark, question mark, question mark, because they came out and did a demo where they fought a giant titan, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, I I was like, uh, I kept looking at Emma going, what? I don't know. <laughs> we were just like, I... I mean, the game looks neat. It's got yeah. a giant... You're fighting a freaking giant, but the guy was just kind of like... Walking left, walking yeah, right. Yeah, running around and getting the giant arm dragged across him. And then finally at the end, the, he like freezes the hand and it falls to pieces or whatever. But I'm so I got no sense of what the heck was going on in that. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Three stars of what the heck just... And also, you know, I've always known the Final Fantasy games to be turn-based strategy. Yeah. And apparently this one is like a fluid kind of engagement in the fighting. Yeah, it looks So you're like just it. kind of running around throwing... And they were throwing things at it. They were, like, throwing balls at it, and it just kept making me think of, like, the, the old LARPing video of the guy going, lightning bolt, lightning yeah. bolt, I'm going to pick a rock and throw it at a giant. Let's see how that works. Yeah. But um, I give it three stars just based on it was pretty. Oh, yeah, it's very pretty. I just don't care. The Final Fantasy games... People love them. They're really into them. And I'm always thinking, yeah, that might be. No, I'm just not into it. <laughs> the last one I played was like Final Fantasy VII when I was a kid. Yeah, and everyone loved that. I mean, I hear it's a great game, great storyline. But once they all start taking turns running forward and doing something, then backing up, and then the thing goes, and you see points come off, I'm just like, you know, I'm not into this. <laughs> I can see some people are. It's cool. Just not me. Yeah, me neither. They talked about, uh, Emma, what did you give Final Fantasy? Three stars, just Three. because of it's very confusing and I don't care. Okay, uh, fair enough. And the Division Underground expansion, two stars, because I have not played the Division. I probably won't at this point because I hear you basically have to play it full time like it's a second job. Yeah, that's not that doesn't interest me. Also, it looks like a dungeon crawl. You know, it, it, they basically just added a dungeon crawler element to the division. I mean, the division looks neat, and I, there was a time where I wanted to play it, but that came and went. I feel like I'm left in the cold now, and I just shouldn't bother because yeah. it's like Destiny. I just played it enough where I'm like, okay, I'm done. I spent too much time doing this. Emma, what do you give the division underground expansion? Hey, sir, just because it looks cool. Cool. That's it. All right. Here's one thing. 
Battlefield 1 showed the same trailer as the night before at EA. Yep. Was that a little lame, Bill? That was more than a little lame. It's like they weren't prepared. They should have done a gameplay demo. The guy got shot in the ear again or whatever, and he covered his ear. I was just like, uh, four stars still from the night before, but I should have deducted a star because of <laughs> showing the same trailer. But I still do want to play it. Emma, Battlefield 1. I never saw the EA thing, so I gave it three stars because it looked really cool, but I'm just not really interested in Battlefield. What about you, Bill? What did you give that? Uh, three stars. Okay. Now just because of the, the repeated trailer. They announced, Bill, that you could have a club on the Xbox. Also, Great. That's exactly what we need is a club on the Xbox. Looking <laughs> for group on the Xbox and Xbox Arena where you can do tournaments. Interested in any of that, Bill? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, Bill, for the next bit, you and I need to tread very very lightly, okay? Okay. I'm just, like, I know we just gotta just kind of take it easy because it's time for Minecraft talk. (laughs) (laughs) They had Minecraft talk here. They announced that Minecraft is now cross-platform. Minecraft Realms. If you're, like, on your iPad, Bill, you could play in Emma's world on her Xbox 360. You can That's play awesome. with Steven on his Xbox One. I don't know how they do it. It's magic. But the game does, doesn't look that great graphically anyway, so I can see why it could be rendered anyway, right? Really? <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding, Emma. <laughs> if you could so see, many blocks. If you could see Emma's world, I'm always amazed. She'll show me stuff she's made. I'm like, whoa, you made this? So it's really cool. The the people that were on stage were so awkward, though, weren't they, Bill? That was painful. Oh, the cringe. Yeah. Look, we're fighting Martians or something like <laughs> With that. With the city texture pack. Yeah, look at this. Cool. Hey, look. Turn and look at the camera. We just took a selfie at E3, you guys. And I was just like, oh, my oh God, my please God. stop. <laughs> but, Emma, were you pretty excited about all the Minecraft stuff? Yeah. Because I like that you could play with someone who's playing on an iPad. You play with someone who's playing on an Android phone. You could play with someone who's playing on Xbox One. You could play with someone who's playing on anyone who has Minecraft. And you have or somebody cool. playing with a Gear VR. Yeah, you could be in a VR. Yeah, the guy had yes. VR goggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you have friends that play Minecraft, but they play it on PC, right? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You. Guys need to do that. Engage also plays PC Minecraft. So, how many stars do you give the Minecraft announcement, Emma? Five. <laughs> Five stars. There you go. I didn't really do it because you know I don't play that. It looks very cool. I mean, I. I it's, if I was in Minecraft, I would be. I would think it was awesome. I mean, I remember playing Minecraft when it was in its alpha, like just digging and digging and digging for just to see if I could get down to like lava levels and. Then getting into the where you would find the obsidian and create a doorway into the other world and all that. And I just, uh, I remember playing it and having a, a lot of fun, like sinking just a, a, a huge amount of time. But I never built anything. You know, I built myself like a little little house to protect myself at night. Uh, and then I, whenever it was night, I would dig down into the ground and find stuff and actually mine and do all that. But that was, God, what? Close to ten years ago, Emma's built an entire world. 
I have, That's awesome. I used creative a lot, so don't yeah, be too Yeah, she does impressed. creative where nothing attacks you if you don't want it to. Okay. Uh, Xbox One customized controller, Bill. What do you think? Are you going to customize your own controller? No, but it's cool. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Microsoft is always selling stuff there, and this is the time to do it, right? Get your color-coded thing. With your gamer tag on it? Yeah, I didn't really talk about this much. I didn't take any notes on it, but they showed talked to, showed a clip of a plethora of indie games they're working on, and I just skipped over that. Those all look great. I mean, like, I, I desperately want to play Cuphead. Uh, yeah, there was Cuphead. a couple other ones. Cuphead, Cuphead. Yeah, is Cuphead ever coming out? I don't know. Oh, that's I just a showed from the makers of Limbo inside. I'm yes, like, that that looked like something. I gave because, it three stars based on it looked really neat. Yeah, because they didn't show anything. <laughs> it was just like it was a teaser trailer. Yeah, I get. What did you give it, Emma? Four stars because I know what Limbo is and it looks awesome, and I am very excited. They also announced that Limbo is now free on the Xbox <sighs> Store. What did you give that, Bill? I would have to lean towards four stars just because I loved Limbo so much. Cool. Okay, now I'm going to talk about a game that the trailer I thought was really awesome, very disturbing, and I'm very intrigued, and it's called We Happy Few, where it looks like you are in this society that takes joy pills, like happy pills. It's like a drug. And you're all doing disturbing stuff, and apparently the character you're playing has gone off his meds, Bill. What did you think about this trailer? Uh, It was very disturbing. It seemed like a spiritual successor to the Bioshock games. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. It uh, it intrigued me. Like, I I definitely want to play it. What did you think of, like, you're walking down the hallway, you see this giant man sticking another guy with a syringe... And then he turns and sees you, comes up to the window, and closes the blinds. Yeah, and then you go into another room where they're hitting a pinata, and then you realize they're actually just hitting a dead rat. Yeah. They're eating its, like, guts and stuff. Yeah, it's really, really disturbing. He's off his joy! Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Basically, this game is... I Literally, the day before I saw the, saw the Minecraft... Not the Minecraft. Microsoft... A press conference what I saw someone play a game called We Happy Few, which is basically a less version, like you just wander around a city and basically you're a downer and you're trying not to get get caught by these people who are always trying to stay happy and it's outlawed to be a downer. Were they playing a demo of this? It was like a demo, but this I was really excited for because it looks like there's like actual story and it's it disturbed me, but... Were they playing an early version of the game, maybe? I guess so. Yeah, probably. Well, I gave this game four stars. I think it might creep me out, but it looks really neat, and the trailer was really good. Yeah, I would give it four. The weird happy masks are really creepy. <laughs> it's very... I gave it four and a half stars. Four and a half? Whoa, I think that's nice. your highest rating so far. No, I gave my- no, the Minecraft films five stars. Yeah, I was about to say, besides <laughs> Minecraft, which... We're not talking about. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, uh, we happy few four stars, Bill. Yeah, I would give. It, I would lean towards four and a half, just because I am excited to play it. Yeah, 
and will give us give us all nightmares probably. <laughs> um, Gwent, the card game based on the Witcher universe. I'm not interested. In not interested. <laughs> uh, Don't care. Can't rated anything because that would be mean. Because I'm not interested. Tekken Seven, huh? What was this? All sorts of crazy oh, yeah. stuff going on. Two guys balding fighting each other in the trailer. <laughs> Ripped and balding. I love how he's like, Raw! and you see like, like on the screen. I'm like, what is going on right here? And they added like a weird cinematic mode to the fight. It's not just like a standard fight. It's like you do something and then there's a cutscene and then you go back to the fight and then there's a cutscene. It's just. How cool was it when the guy came out in like a robe with sunglasses holding the controller? Yeah, he was classic. That was hilarious. I gave Tekken 7... I must have been really jazzed. I gave it five stars. <laughs> what? Why? Okay. Way back when, when your mom and I first lived together, and I got a PS1, believe it or not, we played Tekken 3, like, all the time. Me and her, on the living room floor repeatedly playing all the characters like if I would beat her repeatedly she started getting mad changing characters till finally she'd kick my ass and be like yes and I think I just have lo- a lot of happy Tekken memories that's awesome so Tekken 7 I gave 5 stars <laughs> what about more you more power to you uh 4 stars it looks cool what about you Bill? I would give it three, just because I'm. I've kind of. I don't. I don't. I've, the the whole cinematic cuts with the fight scene throws me off a little bit. <laughs> it does look. Oh, by the way, Bill, that's available on Windows 10 also. Awesome! So I can I can buy it for my PC and then play it on my Xbox. That's right. Also, they unveiled a trailer for. I can't believe how fast they crank these games out. Dead Rising 4. But the one cool thing is Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. And um, they've got the original guy as the yeah, character. Yeah, Frank Castle? Frank West, the reporter. Frank West. Guy. Frank Castle's the publisher. Yeah, it looks basically, Bill, it looks like Dead Rising, more of the same. Yeah. The With a bunch of really crazy, like, it was like a dragon's head. He had and a there was like an exoskeleton. Walker. Yeah. He had a candy cane uh, crossbow. And it takes <laughs> yeah, that made at, me laugh. I think it's cool it takes place at Christmas time, but you're driving around mowing down zombies. The games are so, like, the storylines are so immature and, like, crude, you know? I just, I don't know. It's like a fun game. I can't imagine ever, like, I tried to play through the last one, Dead Rising I've 3. I've never finished a Dead Rising game. Yeah, I don't Never. know anyone has. I even thought that I was finishing Dead Rising 3. I thought it was the end, and it keeps going. <laughs> You're taking off on a plane, and they're like, wait, we can't go. And I'm like, wait, what? And like, we land, and we don't leave. And I was like, oh, crap. The game's... And I've never played it past that part, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think I, I'll ever finish a Dead Rising game. I gave Dead Rising 4 four stars based on the fact that it'll be a real blast to play for that's, a while. That's generous. Yeah. That's what? a generous rating. I gave it three and a half stars just because it's stupid fun. You just you don't care about it. You don't care about the story. It's just fun. Yeah, it really is just stupid fun. 
I give it three just because I know I'll never finish it. <laughs> okay, next they showed this incredible trailer. No, no, no. It was I don't know why I said trailer. An incredible live gameplay of Scalebound. You're a cool dude with uh, earphones or that's, headphones. That's built. the only thing I have to ask. Why is it a fantasy game and why does he have headphones? He's got Beats by Dre Bill and a pet. Because he's got to have music to fight fight big beasties. I guess I listen to I'm pretty sure he was fighting giant enemy crab. It was it a giant look- It was a giant crab, you guys. It was a spider. Giant enemy crab. That that is a, a friggin' crab. That's a spider. With a weird brain box. Yeah. <laughs> so he's fighting a crab. He's shooting it with arrows and they're not doing any good. Um, attack its weak point for massive damage. <laughs> yes, he actually does attack its weak point. <laughs> it was a heart inside its head. Oh, it was, it was the heart. Okay, it looked like brain. It's, it was a heart in his head. The heart in the like, head. It seems like his brain should be there. His, isn't there a band called Head in the Heart or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you're flying around. You're doing all sorts of stuff. You can do it co-op with friends with their dragons. All I could think of was it looked like How to Train Your Dragons... The college years. Yeah. How funny is it when it gets to a certain point in the boss battle when he's crippled it, they expose the heart brain, whatever it is. <laughs> all of a sudden he's like, yeah, put on my headphones. How hilarious was that? Yeah, and you can shift into like another form, like a more powerful form. Yeah. And attack armor, it. Armor and stuff. Did you notice that the, one of the guys playing on the stage had the red uh, headphones around his yeah. neck? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> but what did you think of this game, Bill? Was it too Japanese? <laughs> it's a little Japanese. Yeah. It's I a little gave, Japanese for my taste. I gave it three stars for presentation, but I don't know if I'm ever going to be playing this game. Uh, I mean, it looks neat. The graphics are neat and everything, but I don't know, man, if that's my bag, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure I care enough. So, three stars. I gave it four stars because it looked fun. And also, if you just want to beat up beat up things, monsters with dragons for no reason whatsoever, then just play this game. Yeah, plus you like to put on your headphones sometimes. So you yes, can relate, right? Yes, I do. Especially when you're battling giant enemy crabs. <laughs> it's a spider! It's a giant With a heart brain. <laughs> Attack its weak point for massive damage. Okay, now I want to talk about, I think, the most exciting game of the Microsoft press conference. And that is called Sea of Thieves. <laughs> they did something really cool where they said, hey, we gave these fans an opportunity to play the game, didn't tell them how to play anything, and let them just figure it out. We had three groups. And they show as they're like, hey, guys, what's up? And they find a boat. They're learning how to work the sails bill. And they're exploring. And they're sailing around. And they even are getting drunk on grog and wobbling around. It looks really awesome. Yeah, I was very excited for this because we've always talked about this. We've always talked about a pirate game that we could, like, explore the world and get into cool battles. And there was at one point where we thought we were going to have one, and then it didn't turn out to be what we wanted. And this looks like what we've always wanted. It does. Like, they're... You... When they get into a battle, at one point, they're like, we're sinking! And you can see water coming in through the bottom, and the guy is, like, hammering wood 
to the sides to close up the leak. And I was just like, dude, that is so much detail. It's awesome. Yeah. And I love that it's not just the boat just sank and you're, it's over. They keep sinking where they're like underwater and stuff trying to get out. And uh, there's a lot of funny stuff in that trailer. Like when he, the guy was like, hey, you forgot me. Yeah, and he's like, still <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> yep. They, they left one. And uh, the other, they cut to the other people like, yeah, we sank them and stuff. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it know. did. It would suck if you're playing and there's, you know, jerks who come on Trolls. and they keep sinking your boat. Oh, That's the first thing I thought, though. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a world. Uh, like, is it open world where, like, an MMO kind of thing? Or is it like you can have a closed world with just you and, like, eight friends that... I don't have eight friends that all have Xbox yeah. Ones, by the way. <laughs> But it would definitely have to be something where you're a member of some group on Facebook or something where you all can hook up. A clan. Yeah. Oh, wait, Bill. Microsoft just introduced clubs. Oh, there we go. That's good use for it. So I gave Sea of Thieves five stars. Yeah, I'd give five stars. Five stars. It's the best thing ever. It looks awesome. Um, the next thing they showed a State of Decay trailer. It's a zombie game. State of Decay two. I never played State of Decay one. I was yeah. interested. I kind of wanted to. Never. Did. I started playing it. Uh, State of Decay two looks neat. It's a zombie game, but will I ever play it? I don't know. I gave it three stars. Uh, three and a half. It's cool. Yeah, I would give it two. Two stars. Okay. Yeah, just because I tried playing the first State of Decay, and it was just there's too much management in it. Don't you? Where have you to have to management. actually manage your settlement and all that shit. It, or sorry, all you that to, stuff. Yeah, you have to manage multiple characters in different places, don't you? Yeah, that's crazy. So I mean, it sounds neat, but I don't know if I could do that. But just based on the visuals I gave it three stars now the next game Halo Wars 2 I gave two stars because I don't play that version of Halo which is basically a strategy game right yeah I do I hate real time strategy games yeah what about you Emma two stars two stars (laughs) Emma sounds really excited about that one (laughs) the trailer was much more interesting than the actual game it's like I knew what it was by the trailer and I was like wow this is if this if the trailer was the game I'd maybe play it but then it just when you figure out it's the real-time strategy game, I was just like, oh. So what did you rate that, Bill? Uh, I would give that two stars. Okay. Project Scorpio is announced. A advanced 4K, six-something teraflops. Six teraflops! Uh, 1.21 gigawatts! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, Xbox. Something that... They didn't say anything about a price, Bill, but it's going to no. be expensive, isn't it? It's going to take the money. It's yeah. going to take a lot of money. And I think, you know, I read a couple of people's takes on it. They basically said, if you don't own a 4K TV, don't even worry about it right now. Yeah, exactly. It's not something you need to worry about. Now, the, the Slim seems like it's much cheaper. I mean, we don't know how much the Scorpio is going to be, but I'm guessing it's going to be expensive. So, how do you feel on that, Bill? 
Um, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I don't own a 4K TV yet. It's probably a good year and a half or more off. Uh, if things change, yeah, I'll I'll be willing to upgrade. Do you ever think of like, you know what? I don't need an Xbox. I'll just get a Windows 10 computer with awesome stuff on it. Well, yeah, and but the other thing that they kept they kept mentioning over and over and over again during the uh, Microsoft press conference was VR. Uh-huh. And they had nothing to show for it, so yeah, it's I, like they're prepping for it. Yeah, they're prep. This is, I think, the Scorpio is going to be their VR box. Right. It's possible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's going to be the thing that's you'll be able to hook up to it. That's one thing that I was. They don't have an Xbox VR or anything like uh, Sony does. So maybe they'll come up with something like that for the next E3 next year. Yeah, I'm, I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. So, all in all, what did you think of the Microsoft press conference? I thought it was well done. A little repetitive with their no limits crossplay. Oh yeah, they stuff. Us after every game, they reminded us of that. Uh, the only thing that really blew me away was uh, the Sea of Thieves. I was really excited by that. Uh, the indie stuff was really great, you know, the We Happy Few, and then the very, very quick indie game trailer that left nothing, you know, you couldn't really even see exactly what was coming, just seeing that, wow, that looks really cool, that looks really cool, that looks really cool. But, I mean, it was it was okay for a, uh, a press conference. They've had better. Yeah, they, they did fine. It was, it was fine. Now, I want to, let's skip ahead to... The Ubisoft. Ubisoft. What was that? Ubisoft. I do? I am Ubisoft. Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft, not Ubisoft. Okay, the Aisha Taylor dropping F-bombs, uh, like like always. and we have. She the- wasn't nearly as irritating as she normally is. No, she was very subdued. They had the crazy dancers to open it. Well, I, I thought it was funny the way it opened. It was just kind of like... Dude, did I just drop acid? What is going on here? Yeah. They had giraffes with bow ties and wrestlers and all sorts of crazy stuff. And they, she talked about Just Dance, where I totally didn't rate that because why should I? It's a Just Dance game. I just have <laughs> I don't even give a thought to it. Uh, then they talked about, do you care about the Just Dance games anymore, Emma? No. No, it's it's just dance. You just dance. <laughs> yeah, and you really uh, what makes them great is you really don't even have to dance. You just have to move your arms and legs. Yeah, that's that's not. It's going to give you a great score no matter what you do. They talked about Ghost Recon Wildlands. I gave it two stars. I don't even remember it. Do you guys remember that? No. Oh, is that the ones where the guys are, like, attacking a compound? Yeah, yeah, you and, like... Oh, yeah, the, other is it the drug dealer stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like it could be fun with friends, but I'm just not interested. Two stars. Yeah. Emma? The same. I didn't watch the Ubisoft thing, remember? I only saw a okay. part of it. Based on this, what do you give it? Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. It's cool. <laughs> like one image you see. Okay, the next thing they talked about, they brought out Trey Parker and Matt Stone for South Park, the fractured butt hole game. Bill? Why? See, I didn't say it the way they want me to say it, did I? <laughs> the fractured butt hole? Yeah, fractured butt hole. <laughs> Why? Fractured butt hole. 
W H O L E. Did that look funny to you? Are you? I mean, if you're into South Park, you're gonna like it, right? <sighs> yeah. Um. No. I gave it two stars. I just don't care. I. Whatever. If I actually saw the thing, I'll give it. Why? Why? What the heck? I know South Park is the kind of thing where I'll see one episode per every two years and <laughs> chuckle at it. But I'm not like a catch every episode really into it and want to play a video game with the characters. I'm just just not that into it. So two stars. Uh, the division expansion, uh, two stars. We already mentioned that in the last <laughs> yep. thing. Now then they did an uh, they did a VR thing, Bill. Star Trek. No Eagle Flight. Oh, Eagle Flight. Where people were yeah. Going, they were chasing each other. They were eagles flying through the air. Eagle it, Flight looked fun. It looks fun, like if you have the VR goggles, people sitting in the audience is just kind of like, I assume this is fun, because <laughs> you're just watching on the screen. It, it does look like it could be fun. I gave it one star. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm probably not going to play it for a very long time if I play it at all. The reason I gave it one star is because I feel like I'm never going to own this VR setup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally valid. But, I mean... I if okay, say if I own a VR setup right now and I saw that, I'd probably bump it up to three stars. Okay. Now the next one, Bill, you're gonna get really excited. Star Trek Bridge Crew VR. They had Jordy LaForge there, they had Carl Urban, they hey, had Jordy LaForge. Seven of nine. Uh they're all crews of uh a starship. Okay, if you're into Star Trek, can you see how this would freaking blow your mind? Oh, this would... Yeah, totally. Um, You know, you're there, you're operating stuff. Uh, I can see how it would be exciting. It blew my mind, and I'm not even into Star Trek. Because that was amazing! I gave it four stars based on the excitement. They really did a good job selling it. I mean, it was kind of silly and dorky, but... I, I I got into it. I appreciated their excitement, but I still gave it two stars. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh come on!" Like Emma, it's did just. You see that? Yeah, I saw that. I would give it four stars. Awesome. Okay, Bill. For honor. This is where it's like samurais versus Vikings I'm... versus other great warriors. I'm... What are they fighting for? They're just fighting because. They're supposed to. Or, <laughs> oh, okay. There's like a god of war who is because forcing them to fight. They can never. It's like whenever they try to stop fighting, they can or something. So it's right. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, but you're leading these giant raids against their other. thing. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on. Let's <laughs> fight. You're fighting. That's what it should have been called. All I Let's know fight. is it's like a Viking fighting a samurai, and it seemed pretty cool. It might be. I was. I couldn't tell how much of it was quick time event fighting like Rise, Son of Rome. I'm hoping it's nothing like that. I gave it three stars. I would, just because it, it looked cool. You know, it was very, very well done. I would give Graphics it three stars. Yeah. I'd give it three and a half. It looks cool. Also, the guy who introduced the game, he looks like a Viking himself, doesn't he? What? The guy who introduced For Honor, he looked like a Viking. Did he? I don't remember. Yeah, he's like this long haired, long beard. Well, pretty guy. much everyone at the Ubisoft uh, or Ubisoft uh, 
was technically a Viking because they're from like Sweden or some something. Yeah. See the guy, Emma? He doesn't look like a Viking. He has a cane. Oh, come on, work with me here. He could be a little <laughs> bit Viking. God. Did you say he has a cane? Yes. Is it a Viking cane? It's a sword hidden inside of it. I thought so. Um, so I gave For Honor three stars. I could see playing that for a while. That's like a rental type of thing. Okay, the next game is Grow Up. This looks adorable. Do you remember this one, Bill? Grow Up. I'm looking for it right now because I'm totally blanking on it. It's about that little red robot. Oh, yeah, the little red robot. Oh, yeah, it's a sequel to uh, uh, Grow Home. Which I've never played. Me neither. It does look cute, though. Oh, yeah. Bud the Robot. Yeah, okay, I remember this. Yeah, it does look cool. I gave that two stars. Three and a half stars because it looked adorable. I actually have the first game on the PS4. I've never downloaded it, but it was free one month. So I went ahead and did the... So if you ever want to play it, Emma, you can. The next game, Bill, is Trials of the Blood Dragon. Oh my god, I can't forget they spent way too much time talking about the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, what was that all about? Because they, they even... Who did they bring out that uh, they were talking to? He was the Assassin's Creed guy, talking about... Uh, okay. But first they announced a game called Trials of the Blood Dragon. It looked like this crazy... It's the Trials games, where, you know, it's normal. the Trials games are normally like a dirt bike, and you go across to yeah. a really difficult course, and now they... I guess the, is the Blood... Was Blood Dragon the thing that they did for Far Cry? Yeah, I think so. It, one thing that was cool about the trailer is it looked like an 80s cartoon, like Saturday morning commercial or something. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like you're jumping motorcycles, going on loop-de-loops and stuff. And it there's, also, like, like mine carts and all kinds of crazy stuff. And it also said, available right now. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. I love when they do stuff like that. But then they spent too much time on the Assassin's Creed movie... Uh, it's not in theaters yet. I mean, what? They've got to sell it. Yeah, sell it. Sell your thing there. Oh, by the way, trial, Trials of the Blood Dragon, three stars. Emma? I, I, don't have, I have no opinion. No Just opinion. guess. Two. I don't know. <laughs> I always, I've always enjoyed these Trials games whenever I've played them. Cool. So I'll give, it, uh, I'll give it four stars. You know, if it's, if it's cheap, I'll give it a shot. It looks nice. it looks interesting. All right, Bill. Now I want to talk to you about Watch Dogs Two. You saw the trailer. You saw the gameplay. What do you think? It looks so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's open world, like Grand Theft Auto. By the way, the first game it looked intriguing to me. Never played it. Yeah, never played I it. I saw it didn't get very great reviews either. But this is their do-over. They can really make this better. They change the character to a younger guy, less serious, more fun. Um, he's got a friend who can do emojis on his eyes or whatever. And um, I don't know. I gave it three stars. Like, I can picture buying this a couple of months when it's on sale for 29 bucks. Like, if it gets great reviews... 
Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a shot. So I would I would give it like three and a half, four stars. I mean, I like open world games like this. Uh, I, I could see playing it. You can hack into cars and make them start on their own. You have little remote-controlled robot thing, and you're... I think you... Do you have a grappling hook in this? <laughs> <laughs> you should if you don't. Oh, I remember another thing. You can fly a drone around for surveillance and stuff. There you go. That's, that's pretty cool. That's, that's cool, yeah. What I, I like it? drones. Rate it for me, Bill. Uh, three and a half, four stars. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Emma, what did you think of Watch Dogs 2? Because I know you watched some of it. Uh, I'll be generous and give it four stars. Nice. Four stars. Look at that. Now, they surprised me with the very last game, Bill. It's a snowboarding game, a skiing game, a... Uh, what do they call that when you... Extreme like, sports? Yeah, where you're like flying like a, a flying oh, squirrel. Oh, the, uh, the, 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 the Para- flying squirrel. The, the What the hell is that Paragliding called? Paragliding or... I can't remember what it's called. But the, the game is called Steep. We're on a giant mountain. You're doing extreme sports. And you can drop in on your friend's game. You can drink in Mountain Dew. Yeah, you can be wherever you want on this mountain and have fun doing stuff. Uh, what did you think of this? I thought it looked pretty awesome. I give it four stars because I've always loved these sort of games. Yeah, it could be fun doing this. I mean, look at that. You're jumping off mountains. You're flying. I, especially the flying stuff look really exciting. Was that a devil? <laughs> it was like a guy in a mask looked like a Yeti or something. <laughs> oh, All right. but I'll must- just say one thing. The wipeouts looked amazing. I give it three stars. Three. Yeah, I'm going to give it four. That's the thing. I get into games like, you know, Uncharted that have these grand storylines. This is just a game you drop in, do a race or something, then you drop out. Kind yeah. Of thing. It looks like fun. And that's it for the Ubisoft press conference. Thank you. Not Ubisoft. 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 That's if you say right. it slowly, it sounds weird. I'm going to see how Aisha Taylor says it later. Okay, guys. <laughs> that's the end of what? Ubisoft. What do you guys say? Let's get into the big one, the Sony press conference. I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of like pumped up. What does Sony have in store for us? What are they going to do, right? After Microsoft, I was just hoping they would just kick ass. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And can I just say right away, they did kick ass. They started the show. First of all, you could see an overhead shot and there was a live orchestra. And I was like, dude, what? And all of a sudden, a guy comes walking out from a distance, and you people are cheering. As soon as they showed him, I knew who it was. Yeah, I, I even messaged you. I was like, is that Bear McCreary? I was like, that's either Neil Druckmann or Bear McCreary. <laughs> but I knew it was Bear McCreary right away. And he starts playing this awesome, ominous score. Boom, 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 boom. And they had this lady making these weird... Sounds. It was just crazy, but it, it was awesome. Then it opens up on this kid playing in the snow. He's got toys, and you hear a guy go, boy, get in here. He's like, get your knife. We're going hunting. And he reveals himself as Kratos, the god of war. What did you think of that, Bill? That was awesome. 
like just the crowd was so pumped. And that and the whole just, opening of that show and then to open with this was just you could feel the energy. This was the sort of thing that they would close with, not open with. Yeah. I was just it was okay, I I have to preface this with I've never played a God of War game, but as I was watching this, it looked like the Last of Us God of War to me. <laughs> you know, you're Yeah, this is not like yeah. any God of War game that has come before it. This is a completely new reimagining of it. Of you know, there are still like some of the the quick time uh, parts of it during the the battle with the troll, but you know, normally God of War is hack and slash. Yeah, and this looked amazing. The graphics, the snow, all of that. It just, I love it. I just, I was totally eating this up and. <laughs> The the one part that I totally was like, okay, I must own this game is when he he has that giant axe, right? Which I've always loved giant axes in games, but he just throws it at that one thing and pins it against the, the rock, and then he holds out his hand and the axe comes back to his hand. I was like, yeah, like Thor's hammer. That dude. was awesome. I was like, oh my god, I gotta play this game. Because if you, whenever you have a weapon that comes back to your hand, it's just automatically I'm signed up. But I love the whole dynamic that he's trying to teach this boy, uh, his son, I'm assuming, uh, how to hunt. And he's fighting these giant creatures, and the kid doesn't seem phased by any of it, does he? No. <laughs> he's like sounds like he's know? been told these stories before. But there's a part where he's like, "Now, boy, shoot him." And the troll thing shakes the ground, and he accidentally shoots his dad instead. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, yeah. don't worry about it. He, I like how he just rips the arrow out. It's like, doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And he goes over, and he uh, he finally shoots the deer, and he goes over, and he tells him to finish it. And the boy can't. And he yeah. helps him put it out of its misery. And I love the way he raises up a hand almost to comfort the boy, and then he drops it back down, and he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "You're this is your first step. And he goes, first step to what? And then they show a dragon flying in the air. After they showed oh. it, like, sold. Five stars right off the bat. By the way, yeah. five stars to the Bear McCreary Live Orchestra, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just was blown away by it. Yeah, I really can't wait to play this. Okay, I've I'm the next. I mean, I've never played a God of War game. I want to play this one. I'm going to get this one. This is a game I get day one, kind of thing. Okay, the next thing is they showed a trailer for a game called Days Gone, and you forgot about us. Oh, oh, oh sorry, guys. I'm I'm being very selfish. Emma, what did you give God of War? Four stars. I didn't. I'm I'm interested in the story, but I don't think I'll ever play it. Do you think it's the kind of thing where you watch me play it? Yes. Bill, what about you? Yeah, five stars. I'm. I want to play this. All right. Sorry, I jumped ahead there. Got a little it's excited. Okay. Uh, Days Gone. They showed a trailer. Now I'm not judging based on later on Days Gone. Just what we know from the trailer. They showed a trailer of a biker living in a world you don't know what's going on. They. We know the civilization has ended. I'm like, dude, it's the Last of Us sequel. It's the <laughs> Last of Us sequel. But no, it's not. It's not by Naughty Dog. It's by somebody else. Uh, but I was intrigued. Based on the trailer, post-apocalyptic is my bag in games. I gave yeah. it four stars. Yeah, that's an easy four stars. I like the uh, 
the combination of The Last of Us and Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had tattoos on his neck. And I'm pretty sure that's Sam Witwer as the main character. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's been working a lot in video games. What about you, Emma? Uh, for my first impressions, I gave it a, a three and a half, just because it looked cool. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about what I thought of it when they showed gameplay later on, but my first impressions were three and a half. Great. And Bill? Yeah, I, I'd give it four. Okay, I give it four stars. Now, The Last Guardian, you know, the kid, and the giant <laughs> creature, whatever. They showed another creature, like there's two of them. Yeah, there's like a dark version. But they also finally gave us a date, Bill, October 25th. The day yeah. before my birthday. Getting that for you. 2016. <laughs> Am I getting that for me? Thanks a lot. day that will live in infamy if it actually comes out. The Last Guardian has a date. It's finally come out. That was first introduced at an E3 in 2009, by the way. Yeah. 2009. That's how long they've been working on this game. For you to hear a kid going, I gave it four stars based on I really think it's going to be a gorgeous game. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. All right, Bill, four or five stars? Yeah, four. I give it four stars. Yeah, four stars. Okay, I a game I wasn't really sure about. I'd even heard it was delayed till 2017, but you know what? That's not a big deal because there's so many games coming out at the end of this year. We need some games to be delayed, and yeah. that is Horizon. Zero Dawn. The girl, she's got a bow and arrow. She's fighting like computer monsters. And she can't do dishes because she's all out of dawn. (laughs) Zero Dawn. (laughs) But there's like corrupted techno animals and stuff. I gotta say, I was pretty blown away by this demo. Yeah. With, I mean, it's. It's got, you know, they showed us menu screens, they showed us maps, they showed us that it's got, it's game is almost finished, it's got an interesting storyline it looks like, uh, it's like a world, you know, it's way in the future when civilization has crumbled and rebuilt itself, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Uh, is this Earth or a different world? I, I don't know. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. My favorite type of thing is, like, the mix of fantasy with sci-fi. It's, like, there's this fantasy world where it's old-fashioned, where there's, like, medieval things, but there's advanced technology because there's, like, animal robots in it. Yeah. I just, I like, I love those things. I like Adventure Time. Just an example of that. And also, it's just about this girl who wants to explore, who wants to see what's out there past her tribes. And you know what sold me? The part where I was like, okay, sold. What? When she uses that grappling thing to, <laughs> to knock the mount over and she reprograms it and then rides it. Yeah. I yeah. was like, sold. Well, no, actually, later on, she's fighting the thing and she goes, <whistles> like that. She whistles for it, hops on it, is right around shooting at it while on the mount. I was like, dude, I love this. Yeah, that was awesome. The game looks gorgeous. It looks awesome. Five stars. Yeah, definitely five stars. Four and a half. Don't know if I'll ever play it. Watch me play? Yes. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely watch me. I can't wait to play that. Now, another game I had no idea even existed until the trailer, but I was immediately intrigued was called... Well, the... The title is really weird. It's called Detroit. Become Human. Become Human. 
It's about an android detective, Bill, or something. Yeah. And it shows, a, you know, one android is holding a little hostage at gunpoint, and any decision you make can have a different outcome. And it showed that you can look for clues, you can choose different things, you can lie, tell the truth, or... I just thought it was a really cool trailer. Yeah, it was an excellent trailer. And it's from the same people that made uh, uh, Heavy Rain, which was a game really based on decisions. Oh, really? Wow. What did you think, man? I was, I'm like, I, this wasn't on my radar at all, but it looks neat. Yeah, it looks it looks incredible. And I, kept uh, think, I mean, the whole game can't be this one scenario. It's got to be like a whole, like gigantic game right with a storyline or is it yeah absolutely is it a series of of cases maybe or what is it i there's got to be like an overarching thing like i was almost thinking like kind of uh you know uh androids versus humanity Mm -hmm. because it says become human does he want to become human the main character or i don't know but can I go on a tiny little, like, little praise this game moment? Yeah. Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> I I love the aspect that you can say different things and there's different outcomes and there's different endings for it. And also, the it just... The the thing... it the, I don't know. The idea is amazing. Like, they're, like what if there's Andrew? Like, we have Andrews in the future. What if, what if one of them becomes mad and doesn't want to be like humans puppets or how would or how an android actually feel something or how would it die or how would that stuff work and also i love the mystery aspect because i love mystery things and it just seems like the tech detective plus many many decisions plus like futuristic thing it just like it seems like the perfect game i this is the only thing on the sony press conference i gave five stars wow nice <sighs> Nice. I give it four stars. It's definitely a game I want to play. I can see a lot of trial and error where I get lots of bad endings. <laughs> but it definitely has me intrigued. You need to get Emma some uh, Isaac Asimov books. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What do you give it, Bill? Uh, I would give it five stars just because it looks incredible. It really does. Okay, the next trailer, before I'll say what it is... I kept looking at Emma and saying, there's no way I'm playing this game. This looks... And I was like, I'm genuinely freaked out right now. I'm creeped out. I will force you to play that game. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, I will. The trailer was genuinely freaky. I thought it was like a PT sequel or the real PT or something, Bill. Yeah. Oh, PT was just a demo for Silent Hill. I know, but there's a creepy basement, there's cockroaches, I'm like, I don't know, I'm out. But then they reveal Resident Evil 7. But they even prefaced that with the, that it's a PSVR game. Yeah, okay, first of all, I give it five stars based on effectiveness. It genuinely was creepy, so effective, and then the way it ended, it revealed itself as Resident Evil 7. I was just like, wow, they really did a great job in the presentation, so I gave yeah. five stars. And then the Sony guy comes out and says, this will be playable in Sony VR. And everyone's like, whoa. And I'm like, no, no, no. Oh. Or what? It, you know that that gif, Bill, of the squid going, nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. <laughs> That's the way I, 
I would never play a game like this in VR. I would be traumatized. <laughs> nope, 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 no. nope. What do you give it, Emma? I give it four, I give it four and a half stars because I would never play this ever. I would watch you play it, but I would never play this. And I'm I really hope. And this was genuinely frightening, and I'm really happy for that because I know that Resident Evil Six was like the worst thing ever. Because everyone Resident Evil Zero was just weird. So I'm glad that Resident Evil Seven is genuinely frightening because the other ones just seem like. To make yeah, like a cool and they started with like being horror games. Yeah, and uh, then they just kind of turned into just let's just shoot everything possible. Shoot and, every zombie. Yeah, and that's not what the games were whenever they started. No. So uh, it's it's interesting for them to get back to the horror roots. So I'm I'm intrigued by it. It's um I've never been a huge fan of the Resident Evil games. Uh, I think. The last one I played was like on the Dreamcast, and that was ages ago. Uh, but uh, I'll definitely give this a shot. I'd, I'd like to again. I'm gonna have to hold reservation to see what reviews are like and what people are talking about it because we didn't really see anything. We just saw a very, a very creepy, well-made trailer. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what it actually turns out to be. I actually think it was, I think it was actual gameplay actually. Was it gameplay? Yeah. I think well, yeah, they were walking around. It was. It was gameplay. So yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve judgment on it. But I'm not good with horror games. <laughs> I've never been good with horror games. I get too flustered and I just make bad choices. I'm starting to get into like the horror genre, but I'm still a little squeamish when it comes to horror stuff. Yeah. So they announced Sony VR will be three hundred ninety nine dollars in October, which is cool. Uh, it's probably not something I will be an early adopter with. No. But I would love to try it, especially when they reveal Star Wars X-Wing VR, Bill. Jaw drop on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that was the big one. They also had another space game called Farpoint, where you're like on a, you're on a planet with a, I swear, I'm not kidding... Oh, wait, no, it wasn't a giant enemy crab. It wasn't a giant... No, it was a spider. It was a spider this time. Giant enemy spider. No, that was the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like a giant enemy crab at first, and I went, oh, but no, it wasn't. It was a spider. Attack its weak point for massive damage. But it probably has a weak point, too, though, right? It's got to have a weak point. So you just I, have to insult it and hurt its feelings. We'll quickly go through the VR stuff. Farpoint, four stars. Sorry. Yeah, definitely four stars. What do you think, Emma? The giant spider game? Very creepy. How many stars? Uh, was that Farpoint? Farpoint, yep. Uh, three and a half. Star Wars X-Wing VR, five, five. stars. Five. Yeah. If I get to sit in an X-Wing in VR, I'm all for it. By the way, Bear McCreary's live orchestra playing the Star Wars music. Awesome. And then play as Batman in Batman VR. Yeah, I wonder what that's all about. By Rocksteady. That's yeah, that's a good sign. Five stars. Yeah. Four and a half. I have no idea what it is, but it looks cool. All I got to know is Batman VR Rocksteady, five stars. Yeah. Final Final Fantasy 15 VR, or whatever no. it is. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, I put em- three stars in that one. I give it three nopes. 
Um, I'm putting, I have put three stars, but now I'm changing it to half. Half. Just one half. Okay, I gave it four stars just based on the fact that I was so excited about everything else, I think. I Now I'm adjusting it to less than that, maybe three stars. Okay, the next trailer, I was like, what is this? What is this game? You're in a spaceship, you're dogfighting, you're getting out of the ship, you're shooting the guys, you've got a grapple gun. <laughs> yeah. It sucks guys towards you, rip off their masks, you're boarding other ships, you're sticking a bomb on the window, sucking guys out into space, you're boarding it, re-entering, you're adding atmosphere back to the ship, you're getting in gunfights, you've got a shield, you're... Uh, boarding your own ship, blowing it up, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I was like, what? What? Yeah, exactly. Why do they, how do they always suck me in? I never play Call of Duty games, but the trailers always make me go be like, I gotta play this game! But this doesn't look like a Call of Duty game. It does It, does, it looks friggin' awesome. It looks like yeah. something that's not Halo or Call of Duty. It looks like its own thing. When it said Call of Duty, I was like, wait. It what? looks like the kind of space game I want to play. And exactly. The fact that you have a grappling hook <laughs> also, <laughs> you're floating around in space and grappling debris and pulling yourself towards it. Oh, dude, it looks so awesome. Five stars. Yeah, five stars. I was blown away by that five trailer. Five stars. Actually, no, I gave it four and a half. It looks friggin' I'm amazing. Excited. And I don't play Call of Duty games, uh, but I... Yes, we are now. Yeah, I got to. You're in space! Four and a half, I changed. And I love how it's like, it's all ready for you. You know, the guy's, he's warming up your ship, you cough in it. Oh, man. Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, one star. Two stars. <laughs> no. I played it, it was fun, but I won't replay the remastered, even if it comes free with... Infinite Warfare. Yeah, not interested. Okay. The next part, Bill, where we trolled, the guy walks out, and he's got the shadow of Crash Bandicoot walking along with him. Were you like, oh my god, they're going to announce a Crash Bandicoot game? I was like, I, I even wrote it down, Crash Bandicoot Remastered, and I had a Crash Shadow. I was like, no, it's not. It turns out, well, he does say, we are remastering Crash Bandicoots 1, 2, and 3 from the ground up. But also, he's available in Skylanders in the show trailer within Skylanders. Oh, and oh boy. Okay, the oh. idea of playing a Crash Bandicoot remaster for, say, like 20 bucks or something, like all three games bundled. They, yeah, they better all come together, and it better be like 20 or 30 bucks. I'm not yeah. paying $60 for these. In the PlayStation Store, like, download it for 20 bucks. I could see that. I didn't give it a star rating, but I would I would play it for that much. But um, Skylanders, I don't play that, so I don't know. But. Nope. Okay, now Bill, Star... Oh, wait, Emma, Crash Bandicoot, excited about that at all? I'm excited about the remaster, not about I, Skylanders. I think you would love Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was about to give it four stars, but then it showed Skylanders, so I had to put two. Wow. Emma, very anti-Skylanders, Bill. It's boring. Okay, Star Wars Never played it. Force Awakens Lego Bill, rate it. No stars? <laughs> no stars. <laughs> I hate these games. I honestly hate them. Every time they try to do comedy, it makes me cringe. Just do it as it as it is in a Lego thing and just drop the comedy. Like the moment you see the, the two snow troopers playing golf 
I was just like, ugh. <laughs> or, or somebody making a salad, or just like, it's just, it makes me cringe. It makes me uncomfortable. I can't stand these games. Yeah, at one time, like when Emma was little, we'd play that, the Star Wars Lego game. Yeah. Sure. And it, it would be fun for a while, but uh, the, all the monotony of collecting all the little pieces and everything. Those weird coin things. And then there, you always get on a level like, what do I do? Yeah, and, yeah. on the second level, you're like, what they do, are, do I do? They are awful for that. They are the most like unintuitive games I've ever played. It's like it shouldn't be so hard. It's supposed, no. supposed to be fun. I gave it uh, three stars just based on its Legos, but uh, I'll never play it, probably. I gave it four stars because it looked cool. And also, I like... I play it co-op with I like, you. I like watching people play Lego games. They're fun. Yeah, I play it co-op with you. But I'm going to say that at E3 conference, don't start the Star Wars music and get me excited, and then it turned out to be Legos. Yeah, don't like, do I'm that. like, oh my god, a Star Wars game? Sony's doing a Star Wars game? What is it? Legos! Oh, Legos. Screw you guys. It's available in two weeks. Oh, great. It also said playable demo right now or something. Okay. Kojima is introduced, Bill. He walks out on stage and these pieces are forming where he's walking. Did you like that? Then he walks a little too fast and walks <laughs> off. <It's> like, <laughs> he, like, he walked too far ahead of it. Otherwise, it was a really cool effect. It reminded me of, like, Magneto walking on metal plates or something. Like, yeah. the first X-Men. I like that he goes, I'm back! And everyone's like, woo! You know, because, you know, Konami fired him or whatever. So he And they, show- wouldn't have let him ap- they wouldn't let him appear last year at E3. Yeah. They sucked. Um, and I, from what I heard about that last Metal Gear game is that it was unfinished. Oh, Um, He just, you know, it'll be interesting seeing him do his own thing with Kojima Productions. So he goes, here's something we've been working on, and this is real time. I don't know what that means, real time, but... Just rendered in the game engine. So they show... I, I wrote three question marks here. I don't know what I just saw. I saw a beach with handprints, with dead fish... A naked Norman Reedus and a baby. And uh, it seemed like a pretty cool song to go along with it. It's very moody and effective, but mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, Bill. It's exciting. And it's then like, there was like five bodies floating in the sky. Yeah. And then it says the name of the game, Death Stranding. I just... All right. Uh, sounds like a heavy metal band's name. Um, I'm going to just quest. I'm just going to say something something. I think this game's about uh, the five stages of grief and accepting your death. I don't know. Wow, uh, that's deep. That's some deep stuff. Also, man. there's like a scar on his stomach. I was like, did the baby come out of it? Yeah. Did he have a cesarean or uh It's very interesting. All I know is Kojima, he's a weird dude. Man. <laughs> he's got he's operating on a different level in his brain there than I am and yeah. I don't know what's going on, but uh all I know is if, like, if Norman Reedus would have had a shotgun or something, then I'm like, I'm signed up, you know. But we'll wait and see. Obviously, the game is nowhere near being finished. You know, he's just showing this is what we're working on. I guarantee you it'll be something very interesting. Oh, yeah. It's probably, like, an art project. Not sort of, like, very <laughs> yeah. interactive. Sort of, like, something like Gone Home or Dear Esther. But I kept thinking about stranding, like you're stranded, but then they have these strings, like strands. Oh. 
What? Like, it's some deep stuff going on there, man. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I can star rate it either. It's just, uh, yeah, I, even I, don't, I think point. this is unrateable. I give, it's it just, four, I give it four stars. I give it three question marks. <laughs> I, I give it five floating bodies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I gotta say, I was pleasantly surprised by the next trailer by Insomniac, which do great games. The last game they did was the the guy skating around on Rails game, didn't they, Bill? Who is it that did the Xbox game, the exclusive game? Oh, oh did Insomniac do Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. No, that's no? Some, that's somebody else. They, Sorry. No, they did. Insomniac Games, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet Sunset. Clank. Yo, no, they did. Okay, See? Sunset Overdrive. Okay, there you go. Okay, so it's from the makers of Sunset Overdrive, Ratchet and Clank, and it's Spider-Man. And I, I don't know what's going on with this outfit with the white spider but still it like looked it. amazing I like it. and remember me t- me telling you when i was i was just playing uncharted with that grappling hook swinging through the air and i'm going man i need a spider-man game and when i saw this i was like yes i need a spider-man game <laughs> dude i was super excited by this more excited than i even i didn't even expect it so when i saw it i got really excited about it yeah I give it five stars. I want a Spider-Man game, man. I can't wait to jump around and uh, swing around the city. Yeah, especially after seeing him in Captain America. Like, we need a good Spider-Man game with them quips and being a smart-ass to villains. I can't wait. Five stars. Four and a half stars. I will definitely watch you play it. Yeah, I'm definitely going five stars on this. Nice. So that's it. That's all the games. But then we have one final thing for you. We have a live demo of a game you've seen earlier tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Days Gone. And they show the guy. He's on. gets on the motorcycle. One thing that I remembered, I watched the trailer over again, and I, I didn't pick this up until multiple viewings. He says, I'm a bounty hunter. And I'm like, what? You're a post-apocalyptic bounty hunter? Dude, whatever that means, I have no idea what that means in this really? world. So, in this dim, okay, good for you. <laughs> so, anyway, when he's so basically in this demo, he's looking for a guy, another biker, and he's searching around. Um, he uses a oil filter as a uh, silencer on his pistol, I guess. Bill fits really well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just clicks right on there. There's wolves eating a dead body. And I'm pretty sure Gollum from The Lord of the Rings <laughs> is in there. But what we have is mainly what it's showing us is a major onslaught of I don't think they're zombies. They're like mutants. Yeah, there's there's some mutation stuff, there's some infection stuff. There's I, I honestly don't know what's going on. It's not I'm not gonna say it's zombies. But, I mean, it might as well it's be, zombies. it's the same mechanics type of game yeah. where something's after you and you're shooting it. But we have a World War Z-style onslaught of things coming after you in a super long chase sequence where you're just mowing them down and they keep coming. And it's just like you can't get away from them. One thing that I really liked is that they seem to, they bust down the door then they walk over that little walkway and collapse it because there's so much weight. I thought that was cool, the dynamics yeah. of that. The kind of real-world 
effects on things. The sound of his gun was weird, like that. You know, <laughs> I know this game is a work in progress, but I really wanted him to whip out a shotgun bell. Yeah, the gun sounded a little anemic. Yeah, like tuck, clack, 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 clack. I was like, is he firing nails with that thing? Is it air compressed? <laughs> it's a real gun. Yeah, what is that thing? Uh, but I like how it ended up on the roof with nowhere to go, and he's like, "Come on!" Like he's taking it as a challenge, like keep it, keep coming. I'll take you on all day, kind of thing. What uh, do you think, Emma? That was terrifying. I, it was. It's not as terrifying as the Resident Evil trailer, obviously, but. It terrified me because I was like, oh my god, what are these things? Intense. Because that's different. Like when you play a. a, uh, Resident Evil or Silent Hill game. Dead Rising where there's zombies everywhere. They're all standing around. They're not all coming at you at once. They kind of. The ones. They don't feel like a threat. Yeah, the ones closest to you will kind of lunge at you, but these are all at the same time. If Dead Rising did every zombie in the screen coming at you, it would be like, holy shit, where do I go? You know? And so I, the effectiveness of this demo, I could tell that it's not finished yet. It looked like there were times that the creatures came really close to him and that nothing happened, you yeah. know, like they didn't grab on him or anything. Uh, I gave it five stars just based on I can't wait to see more. Yeah. Uh, four and a half stars. My original. I added on to that. I was like, I have to change this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. I added a star. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I would I would give it I'm going four and a half just because I don't know I want to see more. Yeah, uh, the the biker stuff could be pretty cheesy. You never know in the finished game, the whole biker mentality kind of thing could be cheesy. But I love the idea of like a post apocalyptic bounty hunter. I think it sounds ridiculous, but it does uh, sound ridiculous. <laughs> Just the fact that, like, yeah, no civilization isn't around, but I need to pay this money to go hunt someone down. <laughs> uh, if he's alive in this world, uh, I, he may be dead already, so here's $5. It's sort of like Bottle, except they don't use Bottle It's like, caps. do we have an economy anymore? Maybe they pay him in supplies, Bill. Like, here's a case of root beer. And it's like, dude, I'll kill anybody you want here's for that. some oil filters. <laughs> yeah, some oil filters. <laughs> I've got some old, uh, it's an entire crate of hot pockets. It's like, oh. dude, I'd work for that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, we probably won't even hear about this game for like two years or something, but yeah, definitely. But, uh, I'm excited about it. Any post-apocalyptic thing where you're shooting at things, I'm excited. So, okay. That's everything. And I just want to get this. Okay. Keep in mind everything you've seen at all the press conferences. Okay, Bill at E3, Give me your top two games you must own. Uh, God of War and... um, It's pretty hard doing just two, isn't it? Yeah, God of War and... I keep thinking We Happy Few for some reason. Yeah, that's a good choice. It really kind of lodged in my head. Um, Hmm... And honestly, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare looked like a blast, so I would I would have to do three. Okay, Emma, you. Detroit Become Human and Sea of Thieves. Nice. Oh, shoot. I forgot Sea of Thieves. <laughs> nice choice there. Nice choice. 
Uh, I'm, you notice I'm delaying. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice, I, nice. if I had a, if I had a list in front of me, I would be able to make a better choice. It's my only salty with these. Honestly, God of War made me so excited. That's definitely my first pick. But I, Horizon looks like a game I can't wait to delve into. Yeah. Also. Okay. There are was- a lot of really great games this year. Okay, instead of top two, top five. Okay. That's still hard. I mean, I don't know how far away some of these games are also, but... That's why I'm not, like, saying Spider-Man. Okay, I will say this, though. I definitely... I know when these games are coming out this year. I want to play Titanfall 2, and I definitely want to play Space Call of Duty. Yeah. Space Call of Duty. What if that's what it was called? (laughs) Call of Duty. Space. the Last Guardian, I gotta play through that. Oh God, yeah, they've been dragging it out long enough. What about you, Emma? Top five now. Top five. Okay, Detroit Become Human, Sea of Thieves, We Happy Few, Inside, and Spider Man. Oh, Inside. Okay, yeah. that was that by the people who made Limbo. Yeah. Very cool. And like I said, something like Days Gone, I'll definitely want to play that when it's, you know, when we know it's coming out. I'm yeah. definitely excited about it. The VR games are so, like, in the distant, not in the distant future for me. I don't know when I'll be able, be able to play. But I do know this. Sony VR is the most affordable of the VR things out there. True. And it'll probably be that that I ever play. Just knowing that that Batman game and that Star Wars game are on Sony VR makes me excited. But one thing about the Star Wars one, it's an X-Wing VR mission, not missions. So it's yeah, like it's one a single mission. mission. Yeah. I, I think it was an add-on to Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront uh, X-Wing VR mission. But still, it's going to be awesome. And I thought it was a very exciting. Uh, and people do this every year, Bill. Who won E3? Sony, Microsoft, whatever. Who do you think did? Sony. Yes. <laughs> Sony by a long, a landline. Yeah. They just had not to knock Microsoft. They had a perfectly reasonable thing, but Sony just they were in and out of there. They they just presented the games and got out of town. They weren't like, ladies and gentlemen, so and so from a so and so division here to talk ten minutes about something, and they didn't have any of that. You know, they mm-hmm. just got in and out of there and I thought they did a great job and I thought it was a wonderful E3 presentation and uh, it made me excited about gaming woohoo Sony's Sony's press conference really excited me to like just be like just glad that I have a PS4 <laughs> yeah it made me proud to be in the PlayStation family you know I mean I am a little like the whole idea of new Xboxes and new PS4s, like the more advanced ones, I don't. I like the idea that they've both said that they're not leaving behind their player base. Like I don't have to get a like God of War 4K and then God of War the yeah. regular version. Like, oh man, okay, I get the lower res version. No, uh, apparently when if I get the upgraded. 4K PS4, the games I already have will work on it, and they will look better. Maybe eventually when I get one, Bill, 
I want to play those old games to see how they look. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I've made peace with that. That it's just technological advancement. I've got to learn to live with it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm in the same boat. But guys, I love so much talking video games with you, Emma. It was so great to have you on the show again. It's a tradition now, isn't it? Yes. Isn't this great, yep. Bill? It is. Having Emma on here talking video games, and she really likes Detroit Become Human. I can't wait till it comes out. I'm going to get it for her. Only if you get good grades, though, Emma. Oh, there's <laughs> always a caveat. Why would you do that? <laughs> Any C's, no Detroit Become Human. Oh, I'm bad at math. a minute hold the phone oh my god i just realized that we never talked about zelda and nintendo here's what happened folks i recorded the show with bill and emma we're done hey see you later bill bill's unreachable now emma she's off at an amusement park she went to six flags with her friend i'm editing the show and i realized holy crap we forgot to talk about zelda and Zelda needs to be talked about. Because Nintendo, they decided to only have Zelda at the show. Sure, they talked about some 3DS games and Pokemon and stuff like that. But their entire booth was for Zelda. And I'm sitting here watching this. You know, every year, Bill and I talk about Nintendo. But we, we're always like, uh, oh, what are they doing? But... When you watch the gameplay of this open-world Zelda, your breath, no pun intended, no pun intended, is taken away. There's so many elements and things going on here that are just amazing. For instance, like I said, it's open-world. You can climb anything. Everything you see, you can go to. Now, I can't talk about this with Bill and Emma right now, so I'm going to have to go it solo, and I hope you guys don't mind that. So, I am watching people play this. Nintendo had a live stream where you could watch all about it. And here's the things I learned. Uh, Besides everything you see you can go to in the world, there's actual weapon degradation. Your sword will wear out. But that's okay when your sword is wearing out in combat. You can throw the sword at an enemy to get rid of it. Once you defeat them, you can pick up their sword and use that. You can use your shield and ride it like a sled. You have to cook food to heal your wounds. to get. You know how you get the little hearts? You can make steak. You can pluck mushrooms or whatever. You can throw it all in a pan and cook a meal. First first of all, you could actually eat raw meat and get like a heart. But you could cook it and prepare it and add things to get more health. Like three hearts, four hearts, which is really cool. Um, there's actual, actually, uh, you know, because you're Link and you're doing hunting, there's a sound meter. There's a temperature gauge down near the map at the bottom where you can sneak up on things. You can see how loud you're being. But also there's cold climates, there's warm environments, and you can change your clothes to help Link. Like you dress in warmer clothes, you can wear armor and stuff like that. It's really cool, really cool things. Um, You can chop down trees to cross streams and stuff. But I can imagine you could chop down any tree just to be a dick (laughs) if you want to. But there are puzzles 
in the game, you have different items like a giant magnet you hold. Link can hold a magnet and pull up anything metal and use it to make a bridge and uh, solve puzzles to get open treasures. It is. It just looks amazing. Now, it is coming out on the Wii U. Uh, the game looks pretty and all, but, you know, the Wii U, we know that the the power behind the Wii U isn't as great as it once was when it came out. I even think it was outdated when it came out. But the Nintendo NX, their next system, which we know nothing about, will also play the same exact game, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And uh, I keep wanting to call it Breath of the Wind. Breath of the Wild. (laughs) It's going to run much better on the NX. So we know it's going to be more beautiful. It makes me excited about it. This is a game that I know my daughter was excited about when she saw it. Emma was like, wow, that looks gorgeous. And that was the Wii U. So if this NX is something awesome where it makes you want to buy the system, I'd love to see her playing that. I almost want to get the game for her to play it, not me, even though I'd love to play it. Um, I played the original Zelda. That's how long it's been. I remember watching my buddy play Zelda 2. But that's another thing. Since Zelda 2, there has not been a jump in Zelda, I believe, or at least in a while. Link can jump in this. And the animations are amazing. The story looks interesting. Uh... Link has been doing a Rip Van Winkle. He's been asleep for a long time. He's woken up, and Hyrule is completely different. Uh, uh, Everything's grown over, and there's these ancient machines that aren't working anymore. They're kind of frozen in place. Just, you know, watch a YouTube video. It looks really cool. Oh, and another thing is Adam said, Oh, you already recorded? I wanted to send a voicemail. And I said, Go ahead, because I'm going to have to do some Zelda talk, and I will add your voicemail in the show, so let's go ahead and listen to that now. Adam Sexton's thoughts on E3. Let's check it out. Hello, Jaystrom. This is Adam Sexton, sending you some voicemail regarding your E3 coverage uh, podcast episodes, and uh, let's get started, because I don't have a whole lot of time. Uh, Let's start with the thing that I'm most jealous about. These are the games that I don't currently own the console for, so uh, I'll just, you know, cry, you know, boo-hoo, but these are the things that really, really look impressive on hardware that I don't currently own. First off, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wind. That looks insane. Uh, you got all these big, wide expanses. There's a lot of places to go, a lot of things to do. And it still maintains uh, what appears to be a lot of uh, core uh, characteristics of the uh, Zelda franchise. The the combat and the, the items and the item management and the sound effects. And it just looks great from the gameplay videos that I've seen so far. So I'm very jealous of anyone who has a Wii U, and uh, maybe I should think about investing in whatever new system that Nintendo is cooking up. Uh, Next off, and this will be mostly Microsoft-related games. First off, Gears of War 4 looks fantastic. I'm glad that they're bringing back Horde Mode. That's the thing I keep returning to whenever I... Uh, start up Gears of War 3 on the 360. See if these looks promising. Scalebound, maybe, but I didn't enjoy Monster Hunter when I played it on a PSP. Uh, and that's what I'm told uh, Scalebound kind of resembles. 
uh, Recore looks fantastic. It's got a great look to it. The Gwent game, uh, that's, uh, I forget, that's also coming out on PS4 later, but uh, Xbox and PC will get the beta earlier. Uh, they, will, they will get the beta initially. I haven't played enough Witcher 3 to really know if I'm crazy about Gwent as uh, much as uh, the other games fans do, so maybe. Uh, I'll have to keep playing Witcher 3 to really know if I, I really want this as well. Uh, very jealous about Inside, and this is the game made by the developers that made Limbo, and it looks very impressive, looks very scary, uh, and... Uh, Really jealous that it doesn't seem like PS4 will get a uh, port of it anytime soon. Let's move on to the things that I'm not too crazy or not too sure about. Uh, Detroit, the trailer looked promising with all its uh, different avenues of how to solve a situation and all the different and the causality of it. But the graphics need a little bit more work. The face facial animation looks a little off. I'm not crazy about Final Fantasy 15. Definitely not in the VR uh, game trailer they show because that just looks confusing. Also, will probably make me want to vomit. I don't know. Uh, Resident Evil 7. I'm definitely not playing that in VR. I'm not sure if I want to play it on uh, you know console either. Days Gone looks okay, but it seems too reminiscent of other games like Last of Us. And really, I had my zombie fix with Dying Light, so I don't really know if I need to ever deal with zombies in a video game anymore. Uh, moving on to things that I'm uh, absolutely crazy about. This, despite the fact that I don't know if I'll have VR anytime wow, soon, the Star Wars fun. Battlefront X-Wing VR missions trailer looked really, really great. And I'm hoping we get to do some Death Star Trench Run action in that. Yeah. Titanfall 2 looks fantastic. Uh, I'm glad we're getting a single-player campaign. And it looks like yeah. they're ironing out any kinks that they had in the first game. Mass Effect Andromeda. Crossing my fingers that it, it, that it looks good. But the trailer didn't give us a whole lot. So maybe we'll find out more later on this year. I'm really psyched about the fact that Stardew Valley, the uh, Harvest Moon-like game that's only been available for PC, is coming to consoles later this year. And maybe this could be the game that actually makes me play a Harvest Moon-like game. <laughs> so with all that out of the way, let's move on to the Sony press conference. And I'll talk about the five games that I thought was most impressive. Uh, God of War, the next one. Had a great trailer, had a great look. Uh, yeah. I think I could dig into the third-person perspective, uh, over-the-shoulder perspective, and it looks like they're making a story that could actually make me care about Kratos, which I stopped caring about him after the second game, really. Uh, Death Stranding, the Hideo Kojima game, that looks you know, unique and really intense, and... Uh, we probably won't see the game for two or three years, but uh, at least we know that Kojima's making something. Last Guardian, it's coming out in October. I've got my fingers crossed. I loved uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, so I'm still uh, hoping that this will turn out great, despite the fact that it seems like it's been in development forever. Horizon Zero Dawn is the most impressive game, I thought, and I love that we got to see actual gameplay and it looks huge and expansive, much like Zelda. And there will be plenty of things to do. And the combat looks insane. And I'm really interested in learning more about the lore of that world and how everything turned out the way it did. 
And last but not least, the Spider-Man game from Insomniac. I think uh, Insomniac yeah. is a great company. They made the recent it? Ratchet and Clank game, which I recently finished, and it's one of the best uh, PS4 exclusives. So I'd highly recommend you check that out. And uh, hopefully this Spider-Man game will just be the one that uh, be the best one since what Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 2 and Xbox. So, um, so yeah, uh, all those are the highlights of the E3 coverage. And I'm looking forward to hearing your E3 episodes, Jaystrom. If Emma was able to participate, I'm sure she did brilliantly. If you were able to get a bill on, even more so, but if not, too bad for him. And uh, I'm hoping you get more Chuck Series Companion episodes out. And other than that, I think I'll wrap it up here. So I will speak to you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much, Adam. And I'll try to get some more Chucks out this summer. Now, guys, that was the voicemail. We did some Zelda talk. Now let's go back to Bill and Emma and let's wrap up the show. And guys, this was a great E3, wasn't it? Woohoo! Let's go play Skylanders now! No! All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed our show. Thank you for uh, listening. What are you guys waiting for? Go out there and play some video games, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Attack its weak point for massive damage. Now this is podcasting.